High Noon with George Hook. News Talk 106 to 108. While time for numbers that talk in the company of the senior statistician at the CSO. CSO.ie, by the way, is a good place to go. It's Deirdre Cullen, uh, always on a Wednesday at this time. Deirdre, welcome to the programme. Thanks, George. We were looking at motor cars last week and no unemployment last week. Um, you've got a really cheery topic, the Consumer Price Index. It sounds a bit dry, George, but it's actually very interesting for people, I think, to know what they're spending their money on and also to know which prices are going up and down. I don't the think it's dry at, at all. I think it's a very goods. important topic. I just don't know how you do it. So you might tell me how you do it. <laughs> how do we measure inflation? Is well, it? like, how do you find out, like, the price of eggs have gone up by tuppence or whatever? How do you find that out? So we basically, we we measure the price of 50,000. Um, we take 50,000 prices every month. We have a team of 90 prices out there going around shops and supermarkets and so you are stores. actually finding out how much the price of eggs went up absolutely okay. absolutely okay. and all the detail is is on our website so while like the overall rate of inflation the headline figure I can tell everybody that in the year to September prices remain unchanged and inflation is 0.0% but within that there's an awful lot of detail uh, you know a whole range of items food clothing housing yeah. it's interesting that you're talking to me about a, a, a inflation rate of zero 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 when the British have suddenly, because of the whole sterling thing, are suddenly experiencing inflation. So there could be a real difference uh, in our figures and theirs. Now, um, it, it could be zero, zero, of course, because eggs went down that's right. And something else went up. That's right. So within that, prices are, are changing across yeah. the board. Food has fallen in the past year by over 1%. So your supermarket food shop is cheaper now than it was a year ago. Um, but alcohol and tobacco have gone up by 1.5%. Caused by the uh, government? Well, I mean, in in my local pub, prices have gone up by, by, I think my drink went up by 20p there last time I was in. So prices are going up oh, in but pubs cigarettes as well. go up by the government. Cigarettes go up by the government. OK, yeah. all right. Um, I think one of the biggest increases, of course, has been in a category we call miscellaneous goods. But within that are the insurances. And we basically, we spend 5.6% of our money, all our money on insurance and car insurance has gone up by 25% in the past year. I mean, this has already been in the media. It's gone up by 60% over the past five years and health insurance has gone gone up by 6% in the past year. Six? Yeah. So under the miscellaneous goods and services, we can see a 4.4% change in the year and that's been driven by insurance's what about houses? Do you, do, do houses form part of this? Do they are rent or uh, rent and, and mortgage repayments are right. are covered in that? So that's okay. actually down in the year because of the abolition of water charges and lower mortgage payments. Now rents, of course, within that have gone up, but within the overall basket, we can say that housing has gone down. Now you said fifty thousand items, and you have ninety inspectors whizzing around on their bicycles checking the price of eggs, right? It is an incredible logistical problem, uh, you it's, know. So, uh, explain the logistics to me. Like they come into the office at nine o'clock in the morning, and then somebody well, says, "You go to Super Value, and you go to here." Or what? Yeah, no, they, they, I, they don't check in with the office. So, I mean, they're doing it on handheld electronic devices. Oh, are they? Oh, they right. are. And say within, we take an item like coffee. We might be pricing 
60 or 70 different coffee items, you know, depending on all the different <laughs> brands and all the different sizes. So they're going into the supermarkets and they're going around the supermarket and they're literally they're recording the price of all these different food. I'm items, glad you raised that. Shoes. You actually raised a topic very close to my heart, of course. Coffee being okay. a 40 cup a day man myself. Okay. <laughs> right. Like, I mean, if I, I would go in, I'd be interested in the price of ground coffee. Right. Because I drink my coffee using a filter and so on. Now, if it's my son, he's interested in the price of instant coffee. So even within a narrow range of coffee, you have a wide variation. That's right. So items are going up and down overall in the year. Coffee's down in price. Is it? It is. That's that's what our index is telling us, whereas tea is up in price. But within that, so everybody's consumer habits are different. And so everybody's own personal rate of inflation is different. And so, for example, people who have childcare costs, when childcare is going up, their spending is going up, you know, maybe more than mine who no longer has childcare well, When costs. you talk about the consumer price index and you then finish up with a figure like you did of 0. 0.0001 or whatever it happened to be, that is an amalgamation of a, an awful lot of different figures. So, so you do, like, for people who are interested, do have to dig a bit deeply here. So somebody could well be saying to you and me, that's all very well for you and Deirdre George, but my insurance has gone up, my rent has gone up, my something else has gone up. Isn't that right? Exactly. Personal inflation is different. <clears throat> Personal inflation is different. So this is for the country as a whole is, is what we're measuring. But the point is that the detail is on the website. And so if people want to make informed choices about their spending habits or what they want to spend their money on, they can go on to CSO.ie, see how much bread and cereal is going up, see how much coffee and tea is going up, how much fresh fruit and fresh fish is going up. I think what's interesting as well, George, is to see how our spending habits have changed over the All last right, 10 okay. and 20 years. So, I mean, 35 years ago, we were spending nearly a third of our money on food in the supermarket and now it's down to 10%. Is it? Yes, yes. Because you know this thing about wealth that like whether you're a millionaire or you're on welfare you're still you can only eat the same amount of bread. Like if you're a millionaire, you don't buy twice as much bread for argument's sake. So therefore, the lower your income, surely the percentage of your income is much higher than you spend on food. Is That's that right. not so? Of course, of course. So, you know, I mean, very high earners aren't spending 10%. Yeah. of their money on food in the supermarket. But for the country as a whole, yeah. that's what we're spending. Whereas we're spending... Just run that figure by me again. 30 years ago? It was 30% back okay. in 1970 and now it's 10.2%. Whereas we're spending 17.5% of our money in restaurants and hotels. And so that would include the meals out and the bars. Alcohol, and that would include alcohol bought in off licenses and in pubs, 10.7% of our money we're spending on You're alcohol. You're kidding me. I'm not. That's outrageous. That's They're outrageous. mad. You'd be mad to spend 10% of your money on drink. That hasn't changed that much over the 30 years. That was That's 9% uh, thir- 35 years ago. Uh, we're spending less on tobacco, so I suppose that's good news. It's fallen yeah. from 7% to 2.5% over that time. Um, overall, we're spending 42% of our money on goods and uh, 58% of our money on services. So goods are falling all the time. So within but services... But now goods, then, are you talking about like televisions, refrigerators and stuff? And, and food and clothing. So all something right. that you would go into a shop and walk out 
with okay. an item in your hand, whereas services then would be your restaurants, your pubs. So, of course, within that, there's goods, but it, we it's it's categorised as a service. So we're spending more and more of our money on services. But the importance of these figures, of course, the government can, it's a bit of a consensus, it's about all these kind of figures. Government can then make decisions based on those services. Presumably the British, who are in a bit of a panic this morning because inflation is up, to, I think, to 2% or something, they're using the same kind of figures that you're using for Ireland, presumably. Absolutely. I mean, the way we measure this would be laid down, you know, by regulation in Eurostat and every country in Europe is doing it the same way. Now, in Britain, they actually spend less of their their overall basket on food, supermarket food. I think it's nine and a half percent, whereas in Spain and Portugal, it's closer to 20 percent. So the the weights, they're called the weight. So how much of your money you spend on food? It differs across Europe, but the methodology would be the same. And every country is going out pricing these tens and tens Why of thousands of Why do you think items. people on the Iberian Peninsula, Spaniards and Portuguese, are spending almost twice as much as their earnings on food than we are? Why do you think that? Any, any, uh, I, I, I know I you're a statistician yeah. and opinion is not what you're paid for in that way mm. but but it's interesting um, like the continental supermarket though um, is I think it's a very attractive place to shop I, I think the continental supermarket you tend to buy more like when I'm on holiday and I'm using it because there's such a variety of, of meat and fish or a variety of spices or like you tend to buy more I, I completely agree with you I mean you come out with it with basketfuls of stuff because it's all so attractive but I mean I was on a couple of weeks ago talking about unemployment across Europe <clears throat> and particularly youth unemployment and you know, when when countries are in recession, they will retreat and spend money on essentials. So I'd say that that's what's driving that high percentage figure. So in they're Spain going and less Portugal. to restaurants and pubs for less to restaurants say. and pubs, and probably yeah. less on entertainment, recreation, and culture. So I mean, I can see here in two thousand and eleven, we were spending you know more of our money on health, on housing, a bit less of our money on restaurants and hotels, and a bit more on food in two thousand and eleven when unemployment was at fourteen and a half percent. If you were doing these figures and uh, a, a young girl like yourself wasn't around in 1960, but if you were doing these figures in 1960 for Ireland, the percentage of restaurant hotel spending would be minuscule of the earnings. Don't tell me you have the figures. That'll blow me out of the water altogether. <laughs> Well, I mean, we've changed utterly, haven't we? The whole yeah. cafe culture, you know, yeah. has really, you know, it's it's blossomed in Ireland over the last 10 years. And I think for the better, you walk around Dublin now and there's a coffee shop on every corner. So we're much more multicultural. We're much more European, you know. So, I mean, our spending habits and our consumer behaviour is changing all the time. But if you, in the 1960s, wanted a cup of coffee in Dublin, right? I had to go upstairs in Boyers. Yeah, well, it didn't open until nine o'clock. So if you wanted a cup of coffee before nine o'clock, you couldn't get it unless you went to a hotel. So yeah. there was the, the only coffee shop of, of like Boyers to be an example, like uh, Switzer's had a coffee shop, that kind of thing. But of course, the great Bewley's and Bewley's opened at nine. And and that's when people went for for a cup of coffee. But like there was nobody taking coffee away. Like nobody's walking down the street no. with a cup of coffee in their hand. 
No, that was before the, the So the percentage would have to be far lower. Far lower. That's right. And 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 then the offside of that was of course we were buying more of our food in supermarkets because at that time. the great phrase it's primarily a British phrase really uh, of three squares they talk about three squares the idea of three square meals a day and people went home to lunch or for their dinner yeah or, yeah. I'm sure a lot of people still have their dinner in the middle of the day yeah. George yes. I might know some of them myself yeah <laughs> so people went home that's right, yeah. So they didn't go to a restaurant or for the for lunch or takeaway. They went home. So so the percentage had to be greater. That's right. That's right. So I mean, as our lifestyles change, you know, our basket of goods change, and accordingly, our rate of inflation changes. But the other thing uh, that is a fairly big change over over decades has been wine consumption. For instance, again, if you go back further, nobody in Ireland was drinking wine. We were drinking tea, but we were drinking. We weren't drinking wine. I have some figures here on wine. Let me have see you? now. Yeah, wine has um, it's got it's fallen in the past year. Has it? Yeah, by six percent. Yeah, it certainly has. And um, let me make sure I'm reading that right. And so has beer. Beer is down 2%. So, I mean, yeah, those prices are down. Um, Rents are up 10% in the year. Uh, private rents. But that's a staggering number now because, of course, a lot of publicity this week about the growth in, in rents. Rents could really affect your 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 consumer price index next year if, the, if there is this, this expected explosion in rental. Like the suggestion by Savills this week, they could rise by twenty five percent. And we're as a, as a nation, we're spending five percent of our money on on rents, so that's quite a big weight on rents. And so, if they go up a lot, it's certainly going to but, put, but, put but the pinch on five yeah. percent of the nation. Yes, but five percent of the like the nation isn't renting, so that's five percent of the nation is is spending money on rent, but it might only be. I think twenty five or thirty percent of the people, if you know what I mean. Yeah, I think so a third a of dwellings number. now are rented. A third. Yeah, I think I think about that. I seem to recall that figure from All the right, census. All right, but the rental on a third of the dwellings yeah. has affected the national figure by five percent. That's right. That's right. So it's dramatic. It is dramatic. Yeah, yeah, and it, it's having a real effect on on the overall figures. Yeah. All right. The 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 issue of um. Goods that are imported versus goods that are domestic. Do you do stuff on that or not? I don't have anything in no, front that of me doesn't, on that. You, yeah. you don't differentiate when you're doing no, the price don't. index. No, we don't. No. doesn't matter where it came from. No, no. I mean, we, we just price milk. We just price vegetables, you know. And if the onions came from New Zealand or if they came from Carlo, we okay. just price them. And the issue, what about the issue of meat? Because Mary Robinson wants us all to be vegans. Um is is the price of meat going up? Is it? Do you know? No, it's falling. Uh, uh, beef is down. Uh, lamb is down. Lamb is classified with goat. Lamb and goat <laughs> is down. And uh, the price of chicken is down. I think we can probably all see that in the supermarket. The price of chicken just seems to be going down and down and down. Um, fresh fish is up by 17% in the year. So those of us who like our piece of uh, fresh haddock or cod, that's that's gone up, unfortunately. But, but you Frozen would... Uh, uh, no, but it's quite, again, the figures you're giving... You you, you can understand them. By you, I mean one can understand them. That 
uh, it, chickens are, are being, you know, they don't see the light of day now. There's about two million in them in a in a in a shoebox, like. So it's cheaper to 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 have chickens. So therefore, the price goes down. On the other hand, the trawler has to go out, uh, come into Holt or or uh, Ballycotton mm-hmm. or wherever. So therefore, that which has a high labour content and so on, naturally, those prices are going up there. And yet, you, you see that. The price of diesel is down and that's what's, you know, like when the price of diesel and petrol goes down, it affects the entire economy. And so that would be feeding into the overall like zero inflation for the year. So, you know, and presumably that's a big cost for the trawler men. So I'm sure there's other factors at play there. Why why the price of fish is going up so much? It could be shortage of supply, supply and demand. The Japanese could be getting it all. There'd be none left for us. There'd be none left for us, George. I love a piece <laughs> of fresh cod. <laughs> Do you? <laughs> oh my god no 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 so, and we have on our website as well I should tell your listeners we have a CPI inflation calculator yeah and it's a kind of an interactive tool and people can, can type in two time periods and it'll tell them how much prices have gone up over that particular period and then the whole thing that tells you what we're spending our money on is, is very important for people if they're trying to understand and budget because we can forget what we spend our money on or we mightn't be aware now it is different for everybody but even to see the averages across well, the economy. I, I, and George, the yeah, CSO sorry. now has to say thank you to you. Because when I was on talking about house prices four weeks ago, you suggested that we could just go onto the CSO website, key in our air code and get back the average price of a dwelling. Well, you couldn't four weeks ago, but you can now because <laughs> we launched a new interactive tool to give us back house prices by air code. And that's on the CSO website now as well. The only so problem, I was told to thank you. <laughs> right. The only problem for old age pensioners like me is we can't remember our air code. But I'll get it specially now to check. Yeah, well, we, the there's houses. a little button on the CSO website and you can get your air code and then you can use that then to get the average price of the dwelling. Oh, can I? You can, and it'll tell you um, how it compares with the national average. Now, so you were mentioning... Great new tool. Right, you were mentioning earlier on that the price of your tipple, and I don't know what your tipple is, but the price of your tipple has gone up by 20%. Uh, 20p. <laughs> oh, 20p. My, partic- my particular tipple oh, has gone up has, by 20p. Uh, has Club Orange gone up by 20p? It has. <laughs> Oh, I see. Right. Now, there's an interesting thing here. Does, uh, and it's, it's I'm not sure whether it's a statistician's role or not, but what do price increases have to have an effect on people? Like, I mean, you know. spending habits. Yeah. Of course. It must do. So like if. So the weights, the weights within the basket are changing over time as things get expensive or as they get. It's cheaper. I was going to say that. Yeah, like of course. That, our, our spending you know, habits will change. If beef is going down, then people are likely to be easy beef. But if beef were going up at a at a fair old uh, whip, then people would reduce and the I amount think, of beef they would eat or whatever. Um, I think we certainly saw that with uh, meals out in Ireland when it got very expensive. Less and less people ate out. And then when it became affordable, you know, during the recession, I think more of us were inclined 
you know, to eat out, you know, without having to, to save up for three weeks first, you know. So, I mean, of course, although it, it, I know a few restaurants where, where you'd have to save up for three weeks before you I could wouldn't eat know them. where they are, George. I wouldn't all have right. a clue. No, the fella coming <laughs> in now knows where all the expensive restaurants. That was Deirdre Cullen, uh, chief statistician at uh, the CSO. CSO.ie has all the extraordinary research that Deirdre does.